0: Jeremiah 3:15, and I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living, preached to you by our residing pastor. Reverend Dr. Charles Osset, we hope you are blessed by the word of God and may your life never be the same. Take your seat.
1: Now, don't come to church if you don't believe. You're wasting your time. It's a total waste of your time and your energy. Hallelujah. And as for your offering, you've thrown it away. If you don't believe, don't come to church. Ask for your offering. If you don't, you have thrown it away. So when you are in church, believe. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Is somebody hearing me? Yes. Because, you see, it will profit you if you believe. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. The word of God, you see, is profitable to those who believe. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because the Bible said that they did not mix the word. With faith. Hallelujah. It's, it's, it's amazing how people come to church Sunday after Sunday and they still don't believe. You have to believe. You have to believe. I'm, I'm not saying analyze. Church is not, you see, church is not a place for philosophy and reasoning. We do that in philosophy class. In church we believe. Hallelujah. And I'm sad to say, look, you can be a Christian for the year if you don't believe. You won't see any progress in your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. You have to believe. You have to be a believer. Amen. 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 That is why Friday most of you are not here to pray. We pray for the spirit of faith. Yes. Powerful. Powerful prayer meeting. For the spirit of faith. The ability to believe. And people, people, who don't, um, let me see, people who don't come for prayer meetings say, that you don't believe. Yes. One of the greatest expressions of faith is prayer. If you don't know, one of the greatest expressions of faith is prayer. Because, you see, when I say, Derek, give me this phone. I can see Derek. I'm asking for the phone. That's not faith. But prayer is talking to an, a God that you don't see. You see, to talk to someone that you don't see, you need faith. Yes. To talk to someone that you don't see and believe that it will, it, it will help you, yes. it's faith. So, if you are not a person of faith, you won't pray. Yes. So, when I call for prayer meeting, I'm looking for people of faith. Mm-hmm. So, when I don't see you, I know that you know, you don't believe here. Uh, yes. It's a sign. Right? It's a sign. <laughs> Even if you have a good reason for not being here, you'll be, you, you'll be agitating hey, I this prayer meeting. But not that you are lying in the room. And wait, and, <laughs> you don't believe. You are not a believer. You are an unbelieving believer. Hey. An unbelieving believer, which is dangerous. Hallelujah. Amen. Spirit of faith. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Is there a verse for us to learn today? I hope you are awake and alert. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the children have gone, so now it's on you. Yeah. They are no who, the one who normally bail you out, but they are going to their class. Where's the verse, brother? Oh, there's no verse. You are trying to escape. Where is the verse? Show me the verse. First, okay. Alright. The man doesn't want to show the verse, so we can... Yeah? <laughs> is there? One, two, go. First Thessalonians 4, 3. For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that you should abstain from fornication. <laughs> Go. One, two, go. 1 Thessalonians 4, three. For, for this is the will, the will of God, even in your Lord, sanctification, Lord, that you should abstain from fornication. First Thessalonians four. 4. So the first part says that for this is the will of God, even your sanctification. Go. For this is the will of God, even your sanctification. One more time. For this is the will of God, even your sanctification. One more time. And the second part said that, that you should abstain, that should abstain from fornication. Again? That ye you. abstain from fornication. No ye, you. <laughs> Don't make it ye and thou and you. <laughs> Someone might say ye thou. No, there's no ye thou, it's you. One, two, go. That, that from Again? That from Good. So Let's say it one more time. Thessalonians 4, For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that ye shall abstain from fornication. First Thessalonians four three. Take it off the screen. Go. Thessalonians 4, For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that ye shall abstain from fornication. First Thessalonians 4.3 all of you can remember this verse. So those of you who say, oh, I don't know the will of God. It's one of the clear words of God. Oh, I don't know God's will. This is God's will. He huh? said, for this is the will of God. So don't say that, oh, I don't know God's will. This is God's will. As for fornication, it's clear. It's, God. it's not God's will to fornicate. Sometimes you are not sure. Because, I mean, like smoking. Someone says, why is the verse that you need smoke? I can't really point to a verse to you. I or drinking. I can't point to a verse. I can just deduce but for fornication, it's clear. And just in case you want fornication, fornication, fornication is having sex, not married. Without outside, sex outside marriage. It's not being on the phone. Someone say, "Why I'm fornication. Not fornication. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to, I, 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 please, Let, let's be honest. Fornication means having sex outside marriage. That's what fornication means. Hallelujah. And adultery is a subset of fornication. Adultery means that you are married and you're having sex outside marriage. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's stealing. <laughs> Hallelujah. So if you want to know the will of God, it's clear. Hallelujah. Because if I tell you that, oh, uh, don't live in everything, you say, um, go, it's, God's will, it's, it's, it's not God's will for you to live in everything. You may say, uh, are you sure? Can you show me a verse? You know, I may mean, have to show you some deduction. You know, so but oh, maybe don't smoke. So are you sure? I have to deduce from. Okay, your body is the temple of God. You know, I have to make a lot of deduction. But as for fornication, mm. it's like <laughs> black and white. <laughs> for this is the will of God. Hallelujah. Amen. For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that ye abstain from fornication. Hallelujah. Amen. That's all. So I don't know why you don't want to marry. I don't know why you don't want to marry. If you're a brother. All right, let me preach. Uh, (laughs) I came with my message. Let me preach my message. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Fine young man with a lot of hormones. Why are you sitting down like that? Just yeah. marry and let there be peace. Yeah. Okay. I'm preaching from how to... We are still talking about how to preach salvation. Okay, that book. You all should also get that book. It's a very good book. Hallelujah. And I, I think I started saying about the mystery of salvation. And we spoke about the prodigal son. Hallelujah. Still preaching, talking about how to preach salvation. Today, we're going to talk about the man who saw men like trees. The man who saw men like trees. How to preach about them. The man who saw. And these are all the gospels. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Mark chapter 8, verse 22. Do you have that book, Ebenezer? Do you have the book at the back? Oh, it's finished. Uh-huh. Bible, I'm sure you. Just should bring me one. Just one. The man who saw men like trees. Hallelujah. Amen. Holy Spirit, we thank you. Thank you very much. You know, just in case. The man who saw. Men like trees. Hallelujah. Amen. Good. Mark, I said what? Mark chapter 8, verse 23. Hallelujah. Or oh, 22, let's start from 22 so we can get it clearer. Mark 8, 22. And he came back. talking about Jesus Christ. And he came to Bethsaida, and they bring a blind man unto him, and besought him to touch him. And he took the blind man by the hand, and led him out of town. And when he had spit on his eyes, and put his hand upon him, he asked him if he saw it. And he looked up and said, I see men as trees walking. After that, he put his hands again upon his eyes and made him look up. And he was restored and saw every man clearly. Hallelujah. This is one of the many miracles Jesus Christ did. Hallelujah. The Bible says... He went to Bethsaida and he saw a guy. They brought him a guy. Who was blind. Hallelujah. They brought him a guy who was blind. You know, the Bible did not tell us how long this man has been blind for. Hallelujah. It didn't tell us how long he has been blind for. You know, there was another, it was another blind guy that the Bible said he was born blind. You understand? The man who was born blind. But this one, he didn't tell us how long he had, whether he was born blind or not. Hallelujah. But we can deduce, we can deduce from this story that this man was not born blind. Thank you. Do you understand? The fact that he could t- t- differentiate between a tree and a man, with the- he knew a tree before. Yeah. He knew a man before, before he became blind. Yeah. Otherwise, he cannot see- If you have not seen a tree, why can you say this is a tree? Yes. That's right. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Like you haven't seen a ghost before, how can you tell somebody it's a ghost? Casper. Yeah. <laughs> so the fact that he could say that he could differentiate between men and tree, means that he knew men and tree. Yeah. So it means that this guy, sometime in his life, could see. But something happened and he became blind. Yeah. That's right. Just like in every medical condition, there's congenital and acquired. So some people are congenitally blind, some people are acquired blind. Congenital obesity and acquired obesity. Some people are born big, some people acquire bigness. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: you know in, in medicine there's always congenital and acquired congenital means you are born with it and acquired means you get it along the way so congenital obesity and acquired obesity more acquired, more acquired. <laughs> look, cause some lady said look some lady, I told that story before some lady told me sure that look both the elephant and until they eat grass <laughs> Do you understand what he was saying? Both the antelope and the elephant, they eat grass. So some people are born big. Some... <laughs> so it's not every big that's from what you eat. That's what he was trying to tell us. It's not every obesity that's from what you eat. You are just born big. So this guy obviously must have seen before. Otherwise he couldn't tell. A tree. Hallelujah. And sometimes you encounter difficulties along the road of life. Yes. You are not like that, but life throws you a cable. I bind every acquired disease. Yes. Anything that has held you down, I release you. Amen. You are released Amen. because you are not. That's not your destiny. Yes. You are not born like that. Amen. It met you along the way, yes. but I drive it out in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. So the Bible said that his friends they heard that Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. They heard that Jesus was coming around. Go back to the stupidity. So they, they, brought, they brought him, his friends. And, uh, review the, the, the beginning. Okay? The, the story. And, you see, and they bring a black day, his, his, his friends. They brought him. And please listen to it very carefully. You see, I'm talking about faith. That's why we pray about the spirit of faith on Friday. You see, his friends must have believed that Jesus can do something. That was why they carry him there. They believe that this man here can do can do something for our friend. So they brought him. They brought him. You see, faith is believing and doing. They brought him. They brought him. The fact that they carried their friend and probably they believe. Faith is action. Hallelujah. Amen. Calling those things that be not as if they are. Faith is action. That is why the Bible, that, is, that is, why the Bible says, Is any sick? Let him call. You see, let him call. There's a difference between when you pick up and say, Reverend, I'm not feeling well. Pray for me. Then I say, Are you not know well? And I pray for you the difference. When you initiate the move, it's more faith. Are you hearing me? Yes. There's a difference with a reverend. I bought the house. I want you to come and pray for me. You see, you, you, you are initiating a move. It's an act of faith. Yes. That means saying that, oh, have you moved? Can I come and pray for you? In fact, I've stopped doing that thing. Mm. Because, you see, not everybody believes. Yes. If you believe, you will call. Yes. So if you think I will come and ask you, I will not. <laughs> oh, no, 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 I won't. Because I'm a very spiritual person. I'm a very, very spiritual person. I know what is faith. You see, I've stopped, I've stopped being a pastor of convenience. You know, I'm not a pastor of convenience. So. Yeah, pastor, when, when I'm looking for members. Well, I'm, 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 no, no, no. Stop. I, I walk by faith. If you believe and you call, you will see the works. That's all. Yeah. I've stopped that type of pastoring whereby you are chasing members. No, 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 no. If you believe and you call, you receive the power. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Faith. They carried a man. They brought their friend. Because they knew that this man can do something. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Even, even counseling. I don't volunteer my counsel. I don't. If it is important to you, you come and see me. For me to come and ask you, you will not know, forget it. It's not a act of faith. Let's, see, let's be spiritual. You see, when you make that step, it means you believe. Amen. That's what the Bible says. Is anybody sick? Not, not the pastor. Let him call. Let him call. When you call, it means you believe. Hallelujah. Amen. So his friends brought him. Amen. Amen. Yeah. You are going for a job interview. You call me. And I'll pray for you. I will pray for you. When you pick up a arrive, I'm going for an interview. And I know what to prove. It. That alone is an act of faith, and by much you will see results. Amen. Hallelujah! Amen. So, no type of free, uh, free lane of us. I've stopped doing that long ago. I don't do that anymore because it's not an act of faith. You know? Do you understand what I'm saying? I hope you understand what I'm saying. You see, let's do things by faith. Yes. Hallelujah! Amen. So, his friends carried the man because they believe. They brought him. But look, we know that this man who is here, he can do something for our friend. Hallelujah. So they brought him. But it's very interesting. Pastor Very, very interesting. Here this guy is. Next verse. His friends brought him. His friends brought him. So Jesus is here. Standing here. Your friends have brought you here. This is a blind man. Come. Who are his friends? Who are bringing him? <laughs> who are his friends who brought him? I need some ashes. His friends brings him. <laughs> so, so look here. They, they bring him. Yes, please. You understand? Jesus is here. His friends bring him. I don't know how far they came, but somewhere in this neighborhood. Okay, leave him. Friends, sit down. And so, in, see, he comes to town. In the area, his friends bring him. But look at something interesting. And he took the blind man by hand. And led him out of town. Watch it. He he, he led him, Moses, out of town. Here. He brought the man here. Sit down, sit down. He brought the blind man out of town. And then over there, <laughs> I'm trying to clear my throat for a spit. <laughs> over there, he takes a spit, touches the guy's eyes. What do you see? I see men like flowers. Over <laughs> <there>. <laughs> and then he touches him again.
0: Hey.
1: And what do you see? Hey. I see clearing. I see this man. <laughs> Sit down. Sit down, blind man. Put your hands together for the Lord. Now, church, watch this carefully. Couldn't Jesus have healed the man here? That's the question I'm asking you. Couldn't he have healed the man right here? Nora and Nora. (laughs) My two Nora daughters. I like them so much. Nora, Nora. Couldn't have hidden his money, yeah? So, why did he have to take the man outside of town? That's the question. Why? Why? You see, you, see, you, see, you have to think about it. why. Why did he have to take the man out of town? And I'll give you a reason. You know? You know? And that's my message for today. You know, sometimes for you to see the works of God, for you to see the miracles and the breakthrough, you must move out of your familiar environment. That's it. That's it. Sometimes for you to experience certain miracles, you have to get away from your familiar environment. You
0: know? The man was
1: probably, uh, had been blind for a while. Maybe he could see. Obviously he could see. Was before he got blind. So he knew the area. Maybe he was living in the area before he got blind. So by default prof, he has adjusted. You see? The, the, uh, those of you who are science students, they are the five senses. What are the five senses? Sense of what? Touch, smell, feel, taste, and sight. Dr. Fred. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, people have added the six sense. What are the six sense? What are the, uh, the six sense? Faith, faith, faith is the sixth sense to move by faith. Do you understand what I'm saying? But the five senses I hope we talked about, okay. And typically, typically, when one sense is not working, you compensate with the other senses. Do you understand? So when people cannot see, their attack, their hearing are very sharp. The touch is very sharp. Because I see I have to compensate. Yes. Do, do you get it? Yes. So the so probably this guy is used to that environment. He has developed his senses. So even though he could not see, because he lived there before he got blind, he has he has developed his senses. He knows that if I walk five steps, one, two, three, four, five, bathroom. Do you know that? Yeah, yeah. He knows that if I take three steps right, one, two, three, four, fridge. Do you understand? He, has comp- so, so he, he somehow he has adjusted his environment. He has adjusted his condition to his environment. Is somebody hearing me? I say, is somebody hearing me? I say, is somebody hearing me? He has adjusted his condition to his environment. And, and over a period of time, you become comfortable. But I want to tell you, do you understand what I'm saying? But I want to tell you that, and if you want to, so and, and, and sometimes because of that comfort and that adjustment, you cannot see any breakthrough because you have adjusted your lifestyle. Hallelujah. You are too familiar. He has adjusted. He has adjusted his lifestyle and, and most of us are not seeing breakthroughs because we have adjusted to our difficulties what yes he knew so the, so this for, for, for him to see the miracle Jesus has to take him out of the familiar environment Because, 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 it, it because success comes with certain risk. Risk-takers are achievers. You are too comfortable, you don't want to change your environment, you are too cool. That's why you are not succeeding. But success, it comes with risk-taking. Did you hear what I said? Success comes with some risk. are not risk takers Achievers, achievers are risk takers you have to step out in faith you are too comfortable in this environment you have to take some risk some of us don't like to take risk that is why he has to take the guy out we are too comfortable in our environment you are always thinking about what if it doesn't work but what if it works What if it works? So comfortable. Familiar. Some of of us are so programmed. Programmed. You are a programmable human being. Everything from step one to step two, step three. I mean, that's your life. You are not willing to do anything different. You are not willing to try anything different. You are so melancholic in your ways, yeah. melancholic in your ways. You plan A, B, C. You see, let me tell you, something. you see, you, you you are programmed so much that anything outside the box you can't operate. Yes, and you find that people like that. You see, that you see people like that, so programmed, and because of the fear of failure. Yes. They don't do much you find that you find that usually they are not likely to make a mistake which is true but in the same way they're also not likely to try much yes. <laughs> yeah, is, they, they are not likely to make a mistake that's true because they think through everything but in the same vein, they're also not likely to do much very programmed Comfortable with the environment. Set them out of the environment. There's a problem.
0: So Jesus has to take the guy out. Some of us
1: are not seeing miracles because we have become comfortable where we are. We are not willing to take a risk. Is somebody hearing me? No, we are not. Anything new, we are afraid. Even as a church, for us to go to the next level, we have to change our... We have to take some risk. We have to do some new things. With somebody, see, with, if you are afraid of criticism, you will never do. Because anything new that you try, people will criticize you. Yeah. Preach. I'm preaching to you. Yes. Anything new you try, people criticize you. So, you are so stuck. Jesus knew that the guy, you see, Jesus knew that the guy is so comfortable with his environment. He will not, he, I mean, sort of like, this guy has to come to somewhere unfamiliar. Somewhere where his feet is not stable. Sometimes your feet has to be a bit unstable for you to trust in God. You are too comfortable. That's why you don't believe in God. Yes. Oh, are you looking at me? Yes. That's true. The reason why you don't believe in God is because you are too comfortable. Sometimes you need a bit of instability. Yes. You know that, yeah, if God doesn't come, I will not see the light. That is why you believe. But now you are comfortable. That's why you don't believe. Yes. That's it. That's it. That's it. One time I had a story. It's a story I had. It's probably true. Him went to have a crusade in England. Benin, the miracle worker, went to have a crusade in England. And had a crusade, prof. He called for the cripple to pray for them. Cripples to pray for them in England. Can you believe Nora and Nora that after the crusade, they send him a petition for discriminating against the disabled? Hey. Why are you calling us to pray? Are you saying there's a problem with us? That's why you're praying for us. Hey. It's a true story. Yeah. It's a true story, my daughter. They send him a memo. That it is discrimination against the handicapped and the disabled. Why do you call us to pray for it? because do you are you saying that there's a problem with us? Uh, they like where they are. You see, but I don't blame them. Do you know why? You see, because you see, in England, even when even when you are crippled, there are wheelchairs, there are cars you can drive for the cripple. There's a lot of facilities. Handicap rails, handicap. A lot of things are, are, are done to accommodate you, which is a good thing. I'm not against it. It's actually a good thing. It is done to accommodate you, and I think it's a good thing. It's a development. So a lot of things have been done. So 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 so, so, um, the, the, so uh, you have been made comfortable in your so-called. I mean, I'm using the word carefully. Your your, your challenge. That's the right word. Your challenge. You are being you are made comfortable. So so because of that, you are been comfortable. So they don't need the miracle as you think. But if you go to (laughs) if you were to go to salt room or dawa dawa number one, where if you are a cripple, you are stuck there, you need another human being to carry you on your back before you go to the toilet. When a miracle
0: man comes, I tell you, you will show up, I tell you. (laughs) will run
1: because you know that if the American doesn't happen you are stuck is somebody hearing me so sometimes the reason why we are not seeing a certain power of God a certain move of God is because we are comfortable in our environment And so, so for God to bless you God has to shake you a little bit you need to be moved Are you hearing me? Yeah. Yeah. Just like the way the eagle. You know, the way the eagle trains the little eaglets how to fly. The eagle is the the better fly highest. Has the highest nest. It builds a huge nest. And leave the little eaglets there. Every time it goes and brings them food. Bring them food. Bring them food to feed them. But there comes a point he thinks that the eagles should be able to fly. And do you know what the, igles, the, the mother eagle does? Do you know what the mother eagle does? Do you know? Do you, shall I tell you? Yes. She begins to pick the nest one by one. The nest that the eagles are in, she begins to pick the nest because it's straw, one by one. <laughs> yeah, that's how they. Tra- that's that's how they, Go and find. Go and Google it. That's how they train them. She begins to pick the nest one by one. One by one. One by one. One And as she picks the the, the nest, suddenly the baby eagle begins on the ground under them. It's been removed. So by that shaking and change, you'll be forced to fly. Wow. Powerful. So the baby eagle suddenly is forced to fly. Because if you don't shake their nest, they are too comfortable. They will stay there forever. Some people, if you don't kick them out of the house, they will never move. If you don't kick them out, they will never move.
0: They can even go and marry and bring their wife to the house.
1: some point you have to kick them out. <laughs> so when it does that, then the eagle has no choice. Then suddenly it begins to fly. And once it flies, you see, the mother eagle will be hovering around. And when the baby eagle is about to go down, then the mother eagle will zoom down and carry it back again. Because, my has to shake you. Oh, you know I'm around. I need to shake you for you to move. And when you are falling, I will catch you up again. Otherwise, you will never move. Some people you have to say from today you are paying rent. (laughs) Otherwise they will never and and they are working. And no, the reason why they are not working because they don't know to pay rent. When you say rent, immediately they'll be forced to go and look for work. Because every now I don't have a job, I can't find a job. Tomorrow you are paying rent. Tomorrow preaching. Otherwise they will never. (laughs) <laughs> yeah shake the nest shake the nest that's why that is shake the nest yeah there are some brothers there are some brothers they will never marry yeah. Yeah. because they are comfortable in their single state yes. we have to shake them I mean, I, I had some brothers I used to tell me in New York a man who can cook, you can clean, you can. I mean, what do you need know a wife for? Hey. <laughs> I know a brother like that. I know a brother. Look, when we have meetings and you cook, his food is nicer than all the. As, but as a matter of fact, when a man can cook, he's better than a Muslim. Yes, yes, it's, it's, it's true. It's true. It's true. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean. This guy, when he cooks, not the, the woman don't come at
0: all. You know, <laughs> There's one here.
1: Ah, yeah. <laughs> there is one over there. when a man can cook. Women don't come at all. And you see, you see, listen, listen. And, and you see, you, you haven't thought about it carefully. Most world-renowned chefs are males, not females. Yes. We cook better. Men cook far better. <laughs> <laughs> men cook far better men cook far better men cook far better that's why most renowned chefs are males and this brother when he cooks one time we're having some men's you have to remind me we have to have a men's gathering you know <laughs> One time we're having some men's fellowship. I tell you, prof the soup that the guy brought. Hey. 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 You can see that they are soup and they are soup. Hey. I said, shit. Hey. I me, mean, I, I mean, my wife is a good cook but I've never eaten any soup like that my... <laughs> I said, man a man can cook like this hey, you he brought the soup you know, you know that Charlie this is, this is, this is the real deal yeah you understand what I'm saying I mean, a man who can bake, he can actually bake Do you understand? So, if you, and so what, I, what, what can I say? Brother, I know your problem. You can cook. You can clean. You can bake. That's why you don't need a wife. You see, so, you are comfortable in your single state. But I need to push you. Some brothers need to be pushed. Yes. Push them. Push them. Push <laughs> them. Because they are comfortable in their singleness. They ask themselves, ah, I can cook, I can clean the fornication you're not supposed to do, even the sex you're not supposed to do, you are stealing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's why you are stealing. So, you see why the guy does not see the new for marry.
0: marriage?
1: <laughs> because she can personally can take care of themselves. This guy, when you, go, I have not been to the ap- apartment, but those who have been to apartment, when you go to apartment, you'll be impressed spotless, cleanness is what? Hey, I also know another brother. I also know another brother. I want him. You know, my one I said, look, be gentle on your wife because if you apply the standards that you know, your wife will never be good enough. Yes. Wow. And you know, I said that yeah. because she was only one boy among three sisters wow. and they come from the home where they cook and clean and bake. So this guy can cook and clean and bake. So when he married the wife, when the woman cooks, he say.
0: <laughs>
1: when she sees the food, <laughs> when she sees the food that the woman has put on the table.
0: What time is this? The money?
1: So at the point I told look, I told brother, brother, I told brother. I Take it easy. Lower your standards. Since you cannot marry one of your sisters. <laughs> yes. Or your mother. So let's take this one like that. Okay? I, I told him. And he saved his marriage because he couldn't stand That's why it is good to marry a man who doesn't know how to cook. Who. Me like this. I, don't, me, I can't cook at all. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> I mean, zero. I mean, when my wife travels, I'm always in trouble.
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, cooking, zero. It's not one of my skills at all. It's not my talent at all. I mean, I'm, I'm confessing my sins. Cooking me a good, zero, zero. I mean, at zero. Hmm. Yeah. Do you understand? So, if you don't take it, you become comfortable in your state. So, from time to time, you need to push them. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Some of you ladies say the same thing. I'm preaching to you. Yes. You are comfortable. Yes. You see, you are a woman, you are hardworking, you make six figures, career, I mean, I mean a, a car you can buy, a house you can buy. What do you need a man for? I'm asking. What do you need a man for? For this guy to come and tell you nonsense. <laughs> For this guy to come and tell you nonsense, because on your own you are intelligent, you are career minded, you are minister. I mean, you are, you are who you are. I mean, you can cook, you can clean, you can buy your car, you can buy your house, you can, you, you. I mean, what, 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 what can't you do? So when you think and think and think, you ask yourself, what do I need this guy for to come and tell me nonsense? But you know, but you know, I hate TVJ say that. Look, I hate TVJ say that. If you're a woman who makes six figures, you don't need a you don't need a man who can make six figures. If if, if if it comes to six figures, you say if you comes to six figures you can make it. So what you need is an a, 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 an arm around you. Yeah, that's, nice. that's right. That's all. <laughs> that's what I said.
0: A long oh.
1: arm. <laughs> because, you, because you can make the six figures. So you don't need a guy who should make six figures. All that you need is somebody good in a suit and an arm around you. And you go make the six figures. I will give you the big arm. <laughs> I'm preaching. That's all. That's all. I know. A, look, all my stories are true. Don't look at me some way. I know a, a lady who married a guy. The ladies. Very professional, and the guy doesn't do anything. I asked him, What do you want say? Look, he looks nice in the suit. That's why I married him. Say, He looks nice in the suit. He, he told me this, this guy, He looks nice in the suit. I know he doesn't work, but He looks nice in the suit. So when there's a, a, a corporate function and He comes in the suit, yeah. people will be checking him out. <laughs> Yeah, he said the guy looks nice in the suit, and she's happy with it. Hmm. It's a message if you can make it, why do you need You see, if you can do it yourself, you don't need somebody to do it for you, so that should not be your criteria. Reverend, what are you saying? I'm preaching to you. If you were to reorient yourself like that, you would have married long ago. I told one sister, all my stories are true. I told one sister, look, this guy, you want to marry him, he doesn't want to work. If you are willing to take care of a man who doesn't want to work, go for him. If you cannot, don't told that, that's what I want. I can't. That's okay. Then fine. You are honest, so don't marry him. Yeah, that's what she told me, so, me. I can't take care of a man. I said, fine. In the same church, I found another sister. I said, that's for me. I can take care of a man. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. Bless. Everybody, on what you can tolerate. Yes. yes. <laughs> I said everybody, on what you can tolerate the other sister was honest she said she can't and I agree with her if you can't say you can't because then what I hate is you can't buy your money and come and complain what I told you already I know things I told the sister look this man I know him he doesn't like to work so if you cannot take care of a man then don't (laughs) I told her I said yes I can't then another sister me I can't I came <laughs> because the what what I hate, let me tell you, what I hate is when you have told I told you already, and then you come and complain down the line. Yes. I can't stand that thing at all. Now you are coming, to them, oh, he doesn't like to work. I told you already. I get annoyed. I actually get annoyed, especially those who are liars. A brother brother was going to marry a sister. All my stories are true. Should I tell you more stories? When do you hear more stories? A brother was going to marry a sister. The sister was older than him. And the sister had tied her tubes. True story. And I told the brother who is young that look, this woman that you are going to marry do you know that his one is older than you she has tied her children, therefore, cannot have children. He said, Yes, I know. I said, And are you willing to go forward? He said, Yes, I love her. Reverend, I really love her. What a love. Hey, he said, I said, Are you sure? So, red. Love. love is stronger than death, yeah. and many waters cannot clutch it. Stronger than death, and many waters cannot quench it. I said, eh. said, "Yeah, he said, yeah." Say, "Rep, I love her. I know she's older than me, but that she cannot. Be, but I love her." I said, "Okay, fine. No problem. Bring the date, the ring. I married. I married them happily. I married them happily because I've seen a brother who who knows that love is stronger than death." Nora, Nora. Two years later, uh, Nora. Two years later, this brother comes to me. Red, you know the marriage is not working. The marriage is not working. Red, I can't be in this marriage. I think I'm, I'm, I, want, I want to leave. The, I want to leave this woman. I, want to, I said why? I said why? What happened? He said you know. You know, I mean, I've been trying for a child. Have a child. No, it's a true story. I feel like slapping the guy. I said, but do you remember that I told
0: you,
1: and you said you still have her. Now nah, look at what you are telling me. He said, yeah, you told me about you know I was believing God for a miracle. I said. Hey! <laughs> So, so, me, the pastor, had no faith. <laughs> I was believing God for a miracle. You see, but I found that I look at my father, that brother is a liar. He said number one liar. He was looking for some papers, he was a number one liar. I'm telling you, Ray. Father, he was a liar. So, all the things he was not true. She so was looking for documentation, he was a liar. Oh, dear. So, after he got what he was supposed to get, now he came and told me that he was believing God for a miracle. I said, But do you remember? I told you. Look, I was so annoyed there. The Bible said said, a man of God should not be a striker. And he was bigger than me, so I couldn't slap him. (laughs) So, (laughs) So, I just kept quiet. I was be the guy was because I couldn't slap him. But I was so annoyed because I, I remember telling him exactly the same thing. Yeah. Had he had a mission. Had a mission. Liar! <laughs> so if you're not, please don't go there. Yeah. That's why I like that sister who told her, me, I cannot, I said, I respect it. Said, I cannot look after a man. say I respect your opinion. Right. She told me I cannot marry a man that can I respect it. And I found a very honest sister. Yes. That's all. You can't, you can't. Yes. You can. I said, You can't, you can't. Yes. Don't pretend. Yes. There's nothing wrong. Yes. Pretend. There's nothing wrong if you cannot look after a woman or a man who's not working. If you can't, that's you. You can't. Say, I can. I can, I can. And be honest with it. Honest. And there's nothing wrong with it. Yes. But don't pretend. Yes. Don't pretend. That's right. I'm serious. If you can't, be honest. There is nothing wrong in it. Don't be a liar. Yes. I'm serious. There's too many lies. Too many deception. You can't. You, see, be honest. Look, look. this girl, she doesn't like to work. If you cannot take care of a woman, don't. There's nothing wrong with it. Don't, don't, don't pretend. The lies and the hypocrisy. That day, Nora, I was so annoyed with the guy, eh? but I couldn't slap him it was bigger than me. Maybe I should have called somebody to slap him for me. <laughs> I said, hey, you remember two years ago I told you I was believing God for a miracle. Eh, me, me, I don't have faith. <laughs> me, the pastor, I don't have faith. Look, Sometimes we are too comfortable in our environment. That's why I came to this. Yeah. You know? That's one to see a miracle. You have to be taken. Yeah. Let me come back to my preaching. Yeah. A story is told of a rich man who organizes a party. You know, rich people have all sorts of funny habits. In his house, he has a large pool. Okay? And in the pool, he has sharks and alligators. Hey. You know, rich people have all sorts of habits, you know? Some people, I mean, some people have even tiger as pets. Yeah. Because you are not rich, that's why you are saying hey. If you are rich... <laughs> 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 because you are not rich, that's why you are saying eh. Hey. <laughs> but if you are rich, you know that, look, people have exotic ex- 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 habits. So she had a, a pool with a lot of sharks, you know, alligators that you just stand over his... Over his in, in, indoor pool, you just stand over and watch and just be happy, you know. Just a, re- enjoying life. So he organized a party and his friends came, people came to the party. Then somewhere in the middle of the party, he took out $100,000. He said, anybody who can swim across this pool, I'll give him $100,000. <laughs> Before he could finish the statement, someone was in the pool already. the end me survive. Some of you don't know. But I have to push you. I have to challenge you. I have to push you. You see, my greatest duty or service you is to push you so that the greatness in you can come out. If I babysit you and I comfort you, nothing will happen. Brother, are you hearing me? I need to push you. You know that I'm coming to you. I need to push you. There's something great to you. I need to push you. I have to push you to show women. I have to push you to outreach. Some of you can pastor hundred member churches and you are sitting down. I have to push you. Yes. I need to push you. Amen. You can come to church with 20 people on a Sunday. I need to push you. Amen. So don't think I'm here to pamper you to babysit you. No! Yes. I'm here to push you. Yes. I'm here to challenge you yes. because until you are pushed, you will see how great you are. I have to push you. And no matter the resistance, i keep on pushing you. I'll push you up because there's so much greatness you I'll push you. Look, if you cry, you squeeze your face, I won't stop. I will push you. I have to push you. Some of you are entrepreneurs, you can run a good business. I have to push you. You can run a good business. I know that. There's something you can actually organize a business. But you need somebody to challenge you. Amen. Yeah. Are you hearing me? Yes. Yeah. I have to push you. Push you. He said, who pushed me? Literally did he know that you have the ability yes. to swim ahead of sharks. Hey. Very fast. Some of you, great singers, ministers, businessmen, pastors. but you are sitting down quietly because you are comfortable. But somebody has to challenge you. I have to tell you that where you are living is not good. Because mm. otherwise you will stay there forever and ever and ever. I want to some you see, as much as, as, much as I don't be frugal, and be some things are also not frugal, you are stupid. I, I want to say, you with you, your fortune in one bedroom is even child abuse. Let's move. <laughs> <laughs> Preaching. I told you, like you your wife and children in one bedroom is child abuse. Move. I said, move. I'm tired of the rent, the rent. Move. You know what? I told him. I told him, move. And I told him, look. It means, what, what I'm telling you, I'm telling you to work a little bit hard. You are used to, you are too comfortable your 9 to 5 weekends off. Take an extra job so you can move. Yeah. Just make sure you come to church on Sunday. Yeah. I'm preaching. Yes, preach, Reverend, preach. You know, one wife was telling me, that no, look, Reverend, I don't know what, we don't, we don't even know what to do next in the house. This every time, budget, budget, budget. See, see you know, at the point you trip to the boom, there's nothing else to cut. What else can we cut in this house? No, te- no cable, no TV, no car. What else can we cut in this house? <laughs> I'm preaching to you. What else can we cut? Every day we calculate. Okay, I mean, I mean the, the cable is too expensive. Let's cut it. Okay, now we're only one phone in the house. Okay, the car. Let's sell one car. Let's keep only one car. At the point, they want to. say What else can we cut, Reverend? What else can we cut? <laughs> <laughs> to one million a day. That's three, can we cut? So I told the guy that look. I told the guy that look. There's nothing more to cut. Okay. There's nothing more to cut. If anything at all, you need to make more. So start thinking about making more and stop talking about the cutting. The cutting is enough. Go and make more. And let all the ones say, Amen. Amen. <laughs> and the Bible says he touched him and he opened his eyes and said what do you see he said I see men as trees church even though the ultimate aim is to see clearly it started by seeing men as trees. The ultimate aim is to see glory, but it started as seeing men as trees. You may not have achieved your vision, but a good work has begun. Amen. A good work has begun. A good work has begun. A good work you may not be at the top right away, but a good work has begun. He who began a good work. And he touched him again. Once a good work begins, Lydia, he will touch you again. Because he who has begun a good work is faithful to complete it. So don't despise small progress. Don't despise small beginnings. Don't despise small efforts. A good work has begun. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. He is able Me today, sing it. He
0: is able, more than able. Yes, Lord. He can Indeed, handle anything that comes mm, my way. Mm, he is able, more than, than, able, than able. Yes, Lord. To today. do much more, more than, than I, I could ever dream, dream. He, is able. he is able more than able
1: a good work has begun don't despise it
0: to make me it may be small progress
1: but the miracle has begun and be the same hand will touch you again if only you believe
0: he is able. for he is able more than oh, able oh jesus mm. to make me one mm. me today he is able he is able more than, more than, more than, able. than able you may not see enough progress he can but, but be careful for the small steps my way. The good work has begun. He's failed. God is able. God is more than able. He comforted the other. The miracle has begun. He saw men as trees. But the miracle has begun. A small job. A small relationship. A small ministry. A small percentage. But the miracle has begun. The miracle has begun.
1: Me what he wants me to be he said, to make me what he wants me to be to make me what he wants me to be church a good work has begun trust in him, the same hand that saved you, the same hand will establish you, the same hand that delivered you from sin, the same hand will prosper you, the same hand that de- delivered you from that situation, that same God will accomplish it. A good work has begun. Continue believing, continue believing for he is able, for his able, for he's able, he who has begun a good work. He's faithful to complete it. Thank you Holy Spirit. With every head bow. You are here this afternoon. You are not a Christian. You are not born again. As you hear me preach. God was talking to you. A voice was speaking to you. That's the voice of the Holy Spirit. That there comes a a time in your life you must surrender your life to Jesus. So if you are here and you are not a Christian, you are not born again, you have not given your life to Jesus Christ, what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? At this very moment, I want you to lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. Young or old, salvation, I'm talking about salvation. Salvation, lift up your hand if you are not born again. This moment, Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Father, we thank you for this service. It is my prayer that we will not become comfortable with ourselves, but we will launch out and bring many. May we always be challenged to be a soul-winning church. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
0: Amen. We hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com.